Hola, me llamo Brian Rodríguez. Suscríbete a 110 Football. What's up, everybody? It's a huge week for LAFC. We're talking about another big win for the black and gold, and we have a pretty fun class of 22 for you guys. Do not forget the highly anticipated player ratings from the Orlando game. See who got top billing. And yes, of course, we get ready for the classical Galaxy LAFC coming your way on Saturday. Big week. You don't want to miss anything. This is LAFC 360. weren't sold on the point, right? No, okay. really get it. Yeah, there you go. There you Welcome go. back to another episode of LAC 360. It is always fun to do a show coming off another win. Am I right? We want to see your questions and comments. Get them in now. All show long. Don't be shy. We'll answer everything. It's a huge week, as you all know. On that note, let me introduce uh, our wonderful panel. If we can call it a panel. It's, it's the regulars. Jessica Black, have a good weekend. Yeah, good weekend. Happy to be back talking after a win. So, yeah, I'm getting used to this. <laughs> yeah, I like that. This. <laughs> Jessica's missing a very important game to be here with us, so we should oh, she be very Arsenal happy Palace. that she's here. La, 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 la. You can give some Arsenal Palace updates. No updates? You don't know up- no, no updates. No updates, please. No updates. No updates. Vince LaRosa, as always. I, That's a good I, intro. I live in this chair. You are. You are Mr. 110. That's you and Connor. Say. Me and Connor. Well, Connor's not around for a little bit, so I know exactly. All, so you are. Yes, it all falls on me. Yes. Hey guys, before we get into it, don't forget to click on that subscribe button. We just reached a thousand. I think we're at like a thousand twenty some odd. Two thousand, right around the corner. That's good. Like this video and click on the bell icon to be notified of our new videos, like these lives that we do. All right. Like Max mentioned, LAFC are coming off another three points. This time against a formidable Orlando side. Let's hit the ground running on today's show with the biggest topics floating around social media. It's time for. Hashtag, Hashtag trending. trending. Really? <laughs> really? It sounded good. Oh, we could we should have harmonized then. Hashtag trending. Yeah, you should have gone low. I go high. No. Hashtag trending. Jessica's like, can we just talk I about? Still don't football? understand the move. Hashtag. Maybe a nice falsetto. Like. I don't know. It's it's better than Max's point was. It's not like a slash or it's you know you should be like hashtag trending. Okay. Oh, I like that. Oh, well, why don't you step in and do it then? I don't time. know. Y'all were like really. Yeah, we're the worst. In it with that. We are, the, we are the worst. All right, let's talk about this weekend's match. And the, the thing front of mind for me was how LAFC weathered a storm in Orlando. And not just talking about the weather, although that Miami game got pushed back quite a bit. There was, a, there was reports that we were, we were on standby that we would have had to have a delay in the broadcast because they were expecting similar weather in Orlando. We got lucky. Wow. Mm-hmm. But Jessica, front of mind, when I'm thinking about weathering the storm, I'm thinking of how the first half and the second half were very different. Yeah. Worked out LAFC's way, but how did you see this match? Uh, well, just like in the live stream that you guys were doing the watch along, right before I, I came on, I was going to say, we just haven't gotten going. Like, we just really weren't clicking. And obviously, like, that was before we had scored our goal. It just it felt like we were a little bit disjointed, a little bit just... I don't know, confused. I'm not sure what was going on. And then we scored the goal, and then it seemed like we settled a little bit. Obviously, there was still some back and forth there because we gave up some more goals and got ahead. And it, it just seemed like the the type of game where we had to kind of, like, work through it and just kind of work through the kinks. Mm-hmm. There's some things to discuss, obviously, slow starts and things like that. But it it we came out 4-2, which is, I think, the most important point here. And not every single game is going to be the same. We're not going to just blow through teams or win 2-0. There's going to be bumps in the road, and I'm glad to see that we work through it. Definitely a tale of two halves, and it leaves us with some some conversation pieces. But, I, I mean, I'm happy about it. You know, when, when your team comes through, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, if we had drawn the game 2-2, I think mm-hmm. we'd have been like, oh, man, like, but 4-2, I mean – Give up Good. multiple leads on the road. Yeah. yeah. We do have to point that out. We should point yeah. that out. There's definitely things to talk about. Like, and Orlando yeah. definitely looked the more yeah. dangerous team. I think they yeah. probably created a lot more of the bigger chances. Mm. But they're, that's a good Orlando team, right? I, I was really impressed with Orlando. And uh, I spoke to some of the folks at Orlando City, and they said, this is an important game for the guys. This is a game where uh, we want to send a message to show that we have arrived. Mm-hmm. They had their, their, their older DPs in there. They came, and you could see it the way they played. They came out in that 45, and they emptied it. And then they had nothing in the second half. So LAFC was able to really absorb a lot of that. 
not have the perfect game and then execute it. If LAFC lost this game, you go, okay, you can't go win all these road games unless you don't win road games. Cross country, but they won this game and they won it going away at the end. It's uh, it's a wonderful sign when we can even say that they are still so far from hitting that ceiling, yeah. which they are. If you're willing to maybe throw it away then, can you really take too much from being like, well, we, we did it, we pulled it out. I mean, but to your point, Max, second half, they were really good. Like bringing on Sifu, uh, the way they can kind of tr control the game. I guess it was just all about control in this game. Yeah, we needed a little bit of control, a little bit of energy, a little bit of organization. Early on in the match, you can see that there was a, a loss of defensive stability that we had kind of seen us gaining over the last couple of games, and we lost that a little bit. But I guess this kind of, we'll talk about the second half and obviously the goals and the excitement from that. We have a section on Brian Rodriguez. But before we get there, our next trending topic is about the worrisome, maybe, trend of starting off games slow. This has been a trend for LAFC this season. And even though we're we're turning the games around and, and getting the results, at some point this has to bite us in the butt, right? So is this just sluggishness or is that a word? Sluggishness? It sure yes, is. it is now. Sluggishness? No, it is. And it, no, it, it was and it is. Okay, sluggish, slug, sluggishness after the international break. Or is this maybe a, a lack of focus? What, what do you think it is, Vince? It's a bad habit. It's definitely yeah. a bad habit you want to get get rid of. And LAFC could have paid a heavier price. There's no doubt about it. There was a, a lot of moments where uh, Orlando could have scored another one in that first half. It was there. And they were peppering the uh, the Maxime Cray Pogo. So they've been fortunate. They've made the right calls coming out into the second half in or when they've made some adjustments. But eventually, you're, you're not going to fall behind games and come back and win them or tie them. They're gonna they're gonna pay a price. So you want to get out of that habit. If you see it in another game, you'll you'll start to figure out. And, I, and just looking at some of the comments, it's uh, there are some people that are really happy about that second half. Luis Reyes, the midfield was rough in the first half. That was maybe an adjustment mm -hmm. that they were able to make. The adjustments are fine, but you want to win some games from the front. It's a it's a bad habit. As the season wears on, you can't you can't do this. The amount of energy you have to expend to to kind of figure out the problems. And Orlando really presented them with some problems. I think that they. They looked at the lineup and thought, oh, interesting. Okay, Cara is going to actually be up top and Pato is going to be on the yeah. field with Facundo Torres and with Perea. So, I mean, they came out, Orlando came out with a really strong attacking lineup, but that was the first time we really had to deal with almost two true forwards, right? Because Pato yeah. was going to sit a little bit in the hole. Cara was going to go forward. He was going to nod down those balls, which led to the second goal. I felt like the defense had some struggles yeah. passing off players because maybe they weren't quite ready. I don't think that's a focus. I just think that even though we, they were prepared for the type of profile players they were, they just really haven't seen it. So they had to grow into the game. I feel like usually when we play like Mori and, and Fall are really aggressive and physically able to dominate strikers, but then you come up against two 6'3", 6'4", type guys that are definitely there to, to throw their weight around and you're like, oh, wow, we're, we're in a game. And th their game plan was really, really solid at the beginning. So I do think that we struggled, but we rebounded. It's just about how do we start off fast without giving up all these goals too, you know. Yeah, J. David Wallace kind of echoes your point. Orlando is good. Back was not communicating well, resulting in two goals against. So yeah. you have that. Yeah. You finished with four, four goals on the road. We had four goals a game once all in 2021. We had four, we had six goal games going way back. To, but this is I mean, we simply big number goal road, games rare. Period. Yeah. It's not, well, it's not about scoring goals, not just scoring goals on the road. We weren't winning on the road, period. So yeah. at least they're figuring it out. But yeah, a lot, a lot fell on, a lot fell to Ryan Hollingshead's plate. Where, like you said, I thought the center backs were good at being aggressive and really being physical with forwards. It didn't seem like they were engaged as much with Kara as Ryan. It's I don't know if that was uh, dictated by the game plan, but it seemed like the the game plan was to let Ryan Hollingshead get in in with Kara. And he's tall, he win some headers, but Murray and Fall aren't short. Shouting out Gomez Jr. Our defense is on track to be in the Golden Boot race now. So <laughs> Hollingshead's got two. Yep. Fall's got one, and now Murillo's got one. So, I mean, yeah. if they give up a goal, how about that for a defense to respond? Yeah, Cheeky needs to get on it. I couldn't believe Murray was so far up. Like, I, it, I still, it took me a while to be like, well, how did he get yeah, up there? Yeah, when you're watching that, and you see in the monitor all of a sudden, woof, this streaking guy, and you, were you going to call out somebody's name first, or did you take the time to really be like, I looked that's out. Murray? That's, that's Jesus. <laughs> and he almost scored the goal at the end, which ended up being Mahalo's goal. So, yeah. uh that was wild. Uh, getting in those positions. It was crazy. It was a, it was a crazy game. You're not going to see a game like this. And part of it's Orlando coming out the way they did. So well, more power to him. I wish we'd see more games like during, this. During the game, Connor joked with me. He goes, what if you put Ibiaga up top and just had Ibiaga as a center forward? And we ended up with Murray as a center forward at the end of the game. So he's just something there. Hey.
Uh, the next hashtag trendy is Brian Rodriguez, and we've yeah, talked about him, how important people are they're, People are talking about it. They love it. This is copyrighted, so I can't really do yeah. it. So uh, Brian Rodriguez getting his first goal, and we were talking about how it would do wonders for him, and you could see the body language. He's deserved it. He's done so many things, but everyone talks about where is the Brian Rodriguez goal. So he got one. I called it gorgeous. Was that too strong of a on the broadcast? The entire move was, was beautiful. Gorgeous. I mean, the, the pass from Carlos. Little half Vela. volley boom with the yeah. water coming off the net. <laughs> yeah, I think I would say the pass from Vela and the pass from Chicho. High level of difficulty both. Yeah, but, it was a good team goal. Yeah, but it was good for Brian. In a game, it maybe he's been more productive in other games, but he gets a goal here. Yeah, I mean, good good players sometimes can be like ghosting in games, and you're like, what is he actually doing? And then all of a sudden, bam, there's a goal and assist, and so. B-Rod getting that, I think, is really important for him because now he's off the mark. He has that weight off of his shoulders, like, I got my first goal. And and that's always a good thing for somebody who has such a big responsibility in this LAFC team. I don't think that that means that all of a sudden we should turn around and be like, okay, you need to be scoring every single game. Mm -hmm. But for him, hopefully it gives him that confidence that even when he's not doing the things that he really loves to do, you know, running at defenders and stuff like that, that he can still be um, not useful. That's the wrong word. Um, still get himself into that game. Yeah, no, he needs to look, he needs to go back and watch this tape and say, okay, when I can't be an impact in the ways I really want to, which he's going to watch yeah. his 1v1s and go. Impactful, Ugh. that's the word I was yeah. looking for. His impact, he, <laughs> he didn't do anything with his 1v1s, but against the ball, defensively, he was actually really helping out and they needed him because Orlando was definitely overloading with their fullbacks and getting them high and yeah. they really needed a winger to help out in that instance. But two, he needs to, he needs to say, okay, Yes, I can dribble and my dribbling is a weapon, but you know what else is a weapon? If I just get into dangerous areas and I sprint yeah. to that spot right in the middle of the box, I can finish, I can get some easy tap, that wasn't a tap-in, but maybe you get some tap-ins going forward, but I can get some easy goals and really help my team, even in ways where like, like you said, it's not, it's not what he loves, yeah. but everyone loves scoring goals. Yeah. I always remember Brian Rodriguez when he, he wasn't hitting on all cylinders in the last two years. He was always the first guy substituted. Mm -hmm. Seems like he goes the duration of the game. I think he got pulled out late in this one. Yeah. But he's close to a 90-minute guy every game. That is a, a just a big alert that he is invaluable to what LAFC is doing in result making. Mm -hmm. He's out there. So all the little things that you may not see, he's clearly doing it in the eyes of the coaches because he goes the distance, which means his fitness is through the roof. It's all it's all good in Brian's case. Uh, he has the goal, and we'll see if he picks it up. Remember, he had that famous goal against the Galaxy last time they played at Bank of California Stadium. Maybe there's the, the good keeps going, but I'm really happy. This is one of the, my favorite stories from LFC this season is watching that development for a player that was much maligned and now looking to get back on track and perhaps get back into the fold for the Uruguayan national team. This is a story that's going to be worth your time to see because he's in a really good headspace. Yeah, well, you got to love that even when he's out, he's still celebrating, jumping yeah. off the bench, running on the field with, oh, his, time. with his parka on, loving being with his teammates. Uh, so I'm going to move us along to talk about someone else who really loves being with his teammates, Maxime Cropo. Yeah. I mean, he's my number one when it comes to bringing the group together, keeping the vibe going. But in this match, it wasn't just about his personality. It was about actual saves. He was really challenged in this game. And, and Jessica, what, what is it about Maxime Cropot and the way his style of goalkeeping that's really helping LAFC in this moment? Again, it's saves, but he's adding so much more than that. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's definitely not just the saves. It's the energy that he brings to the back line. And just, it's not even, it's on and off the, off the field for me. He's just, since he's, he's come in, you can just see that he's, he's just there and he's, he's into this with the rest of us, right? And he's a leader from the back. And so when you see him celebrating with the fans and going to the away fans and being with his teammates to organizing the defense and making the saves and coming off of his line, that's what you really need for a team that's gonna try to, to win things. All good teams have a goalkeeper like this and Maxime Propo is probably, I mean, we've had some really good recruits, but this was definitely the most needed for this LAFC team and he's, he's perfect. That's so hilarious. First it's him, then he's got, Jesus Murillo and someone else I couldn't see about them. <laughs> and then it's like nine guys mm -hmm. doing the LFC to the supporters. And he's always made that a priority. He's done it. This wasn't, uh, this wasn't Maxime Crepeau's best game. Uh, obviously, by giving up two goals, which is what they gave up the entire season mm -hmm. leading into it. But, man, he came up with that big save. He's always alert. He's, he knows how to position these guys in a difficult one because of the conditions, because there was a lot of chances that he had to face. Uh, it's he's just, a, he's just a really – breath of fresh air for this team that continues to uh, do all the right things. And we all feel comfortable and safe 
when you really didn't. This is the, I mean, we'll talk about Ilya Sanchez later, but this has to be the biggest signing for the club and one of the biggest in the league because it's a whole new experience from the goalkeeper out. Facing a lot of chances is important, and I think that that's important, not just for the team, but for the supporters that have been watching this, because maybe they think to themselves, uh, you know, our defense is really good. That's what makes Max good. Now we got to see what he's really all about, because to Bredos' point, first half, two goals, you could see a keeper kind of getting lost in the shuffle, yeah. just trying to not make mistakes, but he was still coming out strong for the ball, still sure-handed, and then at the end, some great saves. I think the only one that was really weird was that ball that hooked really oddly, um, and luckily he didn't punch it into his own net. I'm gonna, we're going to be at training tomorrow. I'm going to ask him what was going on there because it was so odd. and the, It was odd because he's so perfect yeah. with all this. And it's just one that got kind of lost. And he looked at his teammates going, all right. I Watching that it. replay, though, seeing how much curve. Like, that ball just kept going. It, it definitely was a weird one. Yeah. That's yeah. probably his answer. Yeah. Yeah, so somebody else who I think we're excited about what they're doing at LAFC is Steve Terundolo. And our next trending topic is Steve pulling the right strings. So, I mean, this I, I was so, like, I wouldn't say I was questioning, but I was worried a little bit about Steve Terundolo coming in, what it would be like um, in comparison to Bob. And he seems to be making the right decisions at every single turn, whether it's his tactics and getting the team together, like we've already kind of spoken about, um, getting this team to work together and making sure guys off the bench are excited and, and everybody just seems to be in a good mood. And also his in-game management, the decisions that he's making in-game are not only keeping us in games, but helping us win them. So, I mean, are we all in agreement that Steve is pulling all the right strings right now? I'm just enjoying his smile. He's so happy in that photo. I mean, he's like, uh, <laughs> he is. He does look happy. I thought I, one of the hardest things that he would have to face this year is keeping everyone happy. Seems like he has. Mm. I mean, we were like, okay, there's the Chicho Mahala starting. Are those guys going to be happy if they're coming off the bench? Seems like everyone's pretty good about it. That's that's good coaching. Uh, we should know. Note this is he's a this is his first real head coaching job. There's going to be some peaks and valleys. There are, and hopefully not this weekend. But uh, this is. This is a guy who did his homework on his roster. They got players that they wanted. That was part of the coaching itself because these players become coaches on the field. So Crepo and Ilya Sanchez, uh, the defenders are getting better. This is a, a reflection of the work he's done. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised it's happened this well, but he'll be the first to say there's a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, we make a lot of assumptions based off results. So we're saying, yeah, he's pulling all the right strings because of course they're winning. Or we're saying, yeah, they're having a good time because of course they're winning. Yeah. But to Max's point, we're watching them celebrate and they're they're gathering around Steve and Steve loves it, but then he's the first to try to get out of there because he's like, look, it's all about you guys, you players. And really, and look, there's there's them celebrating those. You look how happy the, Brian is. Yeah, love the three-point <laughs> photos. That. I mean, he's finding, he's striking that right balance. But the one thing you can say about Coach, we'll learn more about Steve, I think, as the season goes and what his tactics are and what he's really changed. But up front in the first few games, all you can really say that you know Steve's doing for sure is picking the starting 11, and then making the changes. And it just seems like every single substitute that he brings in impacts the game in a good way, whether it's scoring the goal, assisting the goal, or your Sifu, and you're coming in after a long international break, he puts him in the right mind frame, says, I need you to just go in there, control the midfield a little bit different than what I had with Poncho, who was on a yellow card. So the one thing that we can say is, is the one thing that we know for sure he's doing, he's nailing it. Yeah. This rest of stuff, he it knows seems to be his in place. team very well, mm -hmm. which uh, is very high praise in my estimation. I love this comments. By the way, some people put that uh, energy out there that Tristan Blackman and Jean Moutinho scored against their former team, and yes, the Galaxy have Raheem Edwards. So I'm just following Leader what the commentary. Leader in assists in out MLS there. through five yeah, weeks. Just, I know Raheem the 110 account shut it down pretty quickly. <laughs> but uh, I look Taylor Collins. Difference this year is the veteran experience we have throughout the squad. Lots of stabilizing personalities that will help galvanize the team to great things. Big test in Carson Allen. That is the Steve effect. They wanted an experience, an MLS experience team. They got it. It's paying off. Well, I think if we're kind of like hedging our bets, we're like, it looks like Steve's pulling all the right strings. Whatever happens in Carson, we'll know. We'll almost definitively say something, whether we like it or not. Look, if they don't do well in Carson, I know a lot of people might turn around and say, see, I told you so. But if they do well, and for right or wrong, everyone's going to go, Steve's did it. He's got it all figured out. There's still a lot of season to go no matter what. But yeah, we have a long way to playing go. in Carson, where we have not taken three points yet, if he's able to do that, big feather in the cap for him.
that would be a third road win. So uh, we got to have real expectations. Winning on the road in MLS is really hard. So what was the last time we had three road wins? I'm just telling you. So whatever happens, if if it's not, it is a road game. It's a road game. So uh, LAFC is already ahead of the curb on their visits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully it's a third. You know, we all have that friend that we're a little nervous about letting them borrow something because of the fear of never getting that item back. You, oh, come on. You take my pens all the time. I was making a dramatic pause, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was that, was your best, that was your best acting work of the season. It's usually me. I'm usually that guy. Just so you know, you're not alone. This is the subject matter of this week's Class of 22. No, no, nobody looks like that in the group, uh, you know? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Tony. Four. Tony Leone. Mama do four. Hey, it's happened in the past. What did you get back? Uh, paracletes. That's four. No questions asked. <laughs> Cheeky. <laughs> Probably cheekies. Cheeky, too. Cheeky. Cheeky. Letif. Siempre se queda con las cosas. Cheeky. Cheeky, verdad? Cheeky. Cheeky. Uh, hammering cheeky, but hold on. It was a revelation with Brian. Yeah, cheeky, la verdad, cheeky. Yeah. Christian Torres loaned Mamadou Fall cleats. How? In what world does that is that possible? Unless Christian Torres has got some skis on his feet. Well, you never know. But sometimes guys like a little more compact. We talked about it last week on Expansion Mansion with the boots. Maybe a little looser fit. It works. Not me, man. I I've never worn anybody else's cleats, so I have oh, yeah. nothing to add. That's here. like a whole nother level, right? Yeah, I just feel, I mean, I guess, no, I don't see a reason. Like, I don't see a reason to wear somebody else's cleats. Weirder thing wearing someone's, someone else's cleats or shin pads. Oh, wait. Yeah, I don't even wear my, my son's it, slips. And I'm like, I no, I don't want them. The cleats are more nasty, but we know if you've had shin guards before, those things. I talked to Oliver good. over there about the the, the 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 kit. You know, hey, can we get uh, an extra pair of shoes so it doesn't have to borrow Mama Deuce? All right, we'll, we'll get we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll get to the bottom of this. But right now, player ratings are always a fun exercise, especially after a win. But you know what's even more fun than doing your own ratings? It's making fun of Max's player ratings. So Max, the floor is yours, and I would say to everybody in the chat. As Max is giving out his ratings, we would like to see your rating. So here we go. He's going to start from the back. Let's get the chat's rating. Let's get Max. Let's compare. Let's compare notes. I'm going to say I, I don't always I don't enjoy this as much as you would think because you know these the players are rating. You're under a lot of pressure here. I'm under a lot of pressure here. You I know Jessica and I are just daggers. And look, it wasn't a perfect game, but it was a, a great performance by LAFC it's a getting three win, points. But a weird one. In a game, I think everyone thought this was the one they were going to lose. It was it was untenable, but they tend they well. tended. They tenable okay. it. Rate with caution there. Maxime Crapo did give a couple goals. Yep. This guy's already got two clean sheets. And Most we, goals in one game he's given up all season. We put the expect, expectations through the roof. So I have to temper it a little bit. Still, everything he does makes me feel at ease. So let's go 7.2. Ooh. Okay. Or Maxime. That's where the bar is starting. Maxime was like my man of the match. But I, I'm going to go. He was your man of the match of the game? Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, he really saved our. He did. But, he did. I have a different man of the match. Okay. You'll see well, well I guess we will find out in these ratings. Ryan Hollingshead, I mean, we'll have to look at the goal of Matinho. He got pulled in a little bit. You, if you're the right back, that's your responsibility, even if it was supposed to be someone backing track. So that one sticks out, but better on the left than the right. And yes. hats off to having a player like this that can play these two positions. It's very, very valuable. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, I'll put that into the ratings as well, but I'll do 6.6. .6. Okay. About fair. The okay. number of the yeah, beast. He was up against it. At, he was up against it at the right. Yeah. Number of the beast for <laughs> Hollingshead. Six, six, six. Okay. Uh, some All right. Let's go on our Um <laughs> Everyone loves my penmanship. I, I agree. Jesus Murillo he scored a goal, almost scored two. What can you say? Uh, I love the plays that he makes that he may have forced last season. Clearly, he's got the message and he makes the safe play. So that's progress, a goal, uh, 7.1. Okay. What was his rating? As Do you a like center? the percentages, or should you go solid? What was his rating as a center forward? <laughs> yeah. Let's do, do what's what? in your heart. Do what's in your heart. People getting sixes for Max, or is that for me? No, is this for Crapo? That uh, is think, a bit I high. Hey, that was his man of the match. The He's sixes still... might have been for Hollingshead. Okay, so yeah. I did. I gave him two sixes. I feel like Hollingshead is a little man of the match. Eight point five. You got to tell me who you're saying. Mario's been solved. Uh, Mama Dufal didn't mention his name a lot, which nope. is good. And also doing the same thing as Jesus Murillo. There was one where he just. Dumped it into yeah. row Z, as they say in Britain. You so, good. I'm going to, because he didn't get it, I'll give him 7.0. But I, I, love, okay. I love these two and the okay. partnership they're developing. 
I think that's fair. Right. Fair for them. Okay. I'm terrified. Yep. Eight. Okay. I don't know. Let's do two decimals. Okay. <laughs> Chiqui Palacios. Everyone's scoring defensively. The pressure's on him, as Jessica was touching on. We've got to get him a goal. Yeah. Coming back from international duty, not all five internationals played or started. I think it was him and Cray Poe. Goalkeeper, you can, because it's not as physically demanding. So I'll give him a pass there, but hey, we'll get a little better. We'll go okay. 6.7. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had to travel pretty far. Yeah. And played most of the game. Managed to avoid a yellow till close to the end with this referee that was giving yeah. yellows like candy. Yeah. All right. Oh, I forgot are, about that. Hey, there. tough. These are tough but fair, Max. Keep What do you keep mean tough? Seven's a good score, That's right? That's fine. Uh, well, what's the baseline? Five or six? I think in in Italy six they start average. with like a six as average. Yeah. Everything six above is six average. is okay, so everyone's slightly, above average. Slightly above average. Well, they yeah. won. But you're not. You know, you're All right, not you giving, do this. I've had just no, bad no, enough. No, you're not giving me a ten. Yet. No, I'm, I'm saying you're doing a good job. All right, I'm gonna change you're it up here. You're the one that's here. so worried here. Go to the middle. Keith Blessing has been just wonderful the last three weeks, filling gaps. Where there is required, the work rate's always there. Uh, I, I'm so we're just fortunate that we have him still on this roster here and what he's able to do. So let's go 7.3. Okay. He's another one that could feel a little bit like, oh, I'm not starting anymore. But I mean, but he's, he's jumped in there. Yeah, he's doing it. So yeah. Put put together a couple of good performances. Yeah, for sure. Elias right. Sanchez. I don't want to yap too much. This is a nine. Yeah. Yeah. That's shouldn't be on the bench for team of the week. He in the MVP the in the MVP debate, if you give number sixes that kind of, if, which if, they should, to me the most important position on the field, if the Paulo, most important position. If Jao Paulo is getting some some shine, then Ilya Sanchez has to be in that conversation. Uh, <laughs> nine, we got Ilya nine. Nine, there you See, go. See, we're in agreement. He's been doing so well. Sanchez nine. Nine. I actually in rehearsals gave him a ten, but because of just getting reamed about. The, the market, I brought it down to a nine. I'll let you give him a 10. I, mean, like, I couldn't give him a 10 and someone a 7. You see the power that we have over Max? This is great. I know. He looks so nervous. I love this. <laughs> You're so Pancho got pulled off, had the yellow card, got a little testy. Obviously. Not a yellow card. Yeah. It was interesting because that's that's his guy. Yeah. Uh, Araujo, those guys grew up together, and they look like they, they hated each Both other. Montevideo Wanderers, no? Yes. They're, they're so... Uh, it's good to see Poncho start, put the work in, but it's still working. The yellow card really hit yeah. the way so he so we'll played. go 6.6.3. Okay. Okay. All right. The decimal oh, points are saving my butt. I know 6. they are. It gives him a chance to, like, bail himself out. I like it. I like it. Do you know what? See, the lower 6. scores. 6.33 repeat. You know, I'm you always going to err on the nice one. Yeah. Uh, I don't like, want it to be the scapegoat three. because it was uh, – the yellow card obviously changed all that. Carlos Vela, the beautiful thing about Carlos right now, and look, he's uh, – he's, Leads the league in scoring, right? No one's got five yet, or do they? Yeah, a lot of guys are tied at four, I think. A lot of guys are tied at four. Him, Zellerion, He had the hat trick at the beginning, had an assist here in that beautiful goal by Brian Rodriguez. I love that Carlos Vela has not got all that weight on his shoulders. So really solid effort as always. Let's go 7.7. There's not many players in the league that could have made that pass, but to your point, it's not all on his shoulders. So he makes that pass. He's like, good. You guys did the rest. We're good. Sevens, sevens for Vela, no shots. There were no shots, but that's what I'm True. saying. He's not having to there put himself There weren't a lot of shots from people, There's period. no room. Yeah. There's no room with Jesus Murillo up there getting yeah. all the shots, as that's, we brought up earlier. That's true. I mean, very little shots, four goals. I mean. Vela, <laughs> 7.0. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's, it's let's, like when they let's go 7.4 then. Top. What are you doing? What are you change doing? Change it to 7.4. <laughs> okay. Okay. The, the room made me change it. So, Chicho Rondo. It looks like one of those... Uh, Inflatable like, guys. Yeah, it, does. <laughs> it is. And okay. I did that by accident. What about Chicho? Chicho had an assist. Chicho, an assist, step in the right direction. Still a long way to go with fitness and whatever else. Uh, he he I, he knows what's up. He knows Hold what's up play up. was great. Passing was great. To that person that said Carlos got no shots, I don't think Chicho had a shot. No. So that's still work in progress. I think he played pretty well. 6.9. Okay. Chicho 7.5, Chicho 7.2. People are getting into the decimals. Wow. You got to change it strong, now. People Max. are saying that you made it too low. You have to change it now. No, I'm not changing it. People <laughs> really love Chicho. I think 7.5. Brian Rodriguez, uh, I, I love, I love it, I love it. He's, um, he, it's been great because we, I, I, I sat there and heard, and heard everything said about him, and some of it was earned. Some of it was earned about a guy. Who was who was not here a lot of the time? He was with Uruguay, and mm -hmm. he really recalibrated. And I always remind you, he's what 21 years old. He's a, he, his career is just getting started. He's figured things out. You see him at training. 
and you see the relationship he has. It's good to see this. And again, going the full distance in games makes it there. Uh, 8.8. I think the score should have been a little bit higher overall, mm -hmm. but uh, very good. Well, I want to point out again, he's doing things that he wasn't doing before. Finding that area in the defense where he could go, be in front of the goal, be dangerous. But on the other side of the ball, I don't think we've talked about enough. Brian was really putting in a shift, you know, back pressing or back checking, as they say. He was really helping out his wingers in a time when Orlando was just going two, three guys on a side to really overload us. Brian was, was being... Uh, cognizant of that, and I think that really helped. Interesting scores for for Raito, and I love the uh, the if lightning. Chicho, uh, if Chicho was emojis. a 7.5, Brian has to be higher. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Brian was great. Brian, did, I loved how he adapted. He goes, "I'm not beating these guys one on one, as you said. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to impact this game," and he did. Yep. And he scored it. So Brian Rodriguez, really enjoy it because uh, his development is great for the club because they get results, and it's great for the player. So good. He's becoming an all-around player. Yes. He no longer just a one v one merchant. Huge. I hope you're paying attention, Diego Alonso. Uh, ojo, as they say, for the national team managers. There it is. There it is. The, the rayito. We can't see it. But yeah, I would you love it. it. The lightning love strikes. They uh, definitely see it. One of the best rivalries in all of Major League Soccer is renewed this weekend. Galaxy, LAFC at their place. In honor of this game, we all have marked on our calendars. We're debuting a new game on the show. It's called Stop and Go. Cool. We'll be given a phrase or scenario that could happen this weekend. It will hold up a red stop sign if we disagree, or a green one if we agree. So, you guys got it? Do you know what I like about this? The little Simple. Bit of, the little bit of wink, tongue-in-cheek to a name that people don't really like, but we're going to talk some real football about it. So, what do you think about that? Yeah. Word. All right. <laughs> okay. First one. First one. First question. i got to look at the big screen. I can't see that far. No, definitely not. Chicharito is the best player on the pitch. The Galaxy will win. He does one thing. He does one thing. It's score goals. Yeah. So if he is the best player on the pitch, it means he scored a goal or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the game winners, you said. <laughs> or, or the game winner. There's, there's no way that you're going to say, wow, Chicharito put in a real defensive performance. Or wow, Chicharito is beating guys yeah. 1v1. Or wow, Chicharito spraying passes all over the pitch, which could mean you were the best player. But if he's scoring goals, that's how he'll be the best player. And if he's scoring goals, probably means they're winning. Yeah, we definitely have to find a way to shut him down. He's another one that's on four goals for the season. He looks like he's on form, which sucks, you know, so hopefully we we have a, a plan ready for him. Yeah. He can have 10 You touches. know where he's going to he be. He can have 10 touches, score three goals. On he's going to be between those two posts, between the center backs. Yep. He's going to find space, but he finds space. You do know where he's going to be, but then he somehow he's savant. not there the next time you check. He's really All right, good. Let's move on he's to the next at, one. I love, I love specialists. Mothers. Carlos Velo will answer the call. Oh, so now you changed. Oh. I did. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're talking okay, I'm going to do this because I have a better answer for this. Okay. Yeah, so uh, the, I guess I just feel like Carlos Velo is not going to have to, like, take over the game and, and, and do everything for LAFC. We've already kind of said that we have goals coming from everywhere. Players are stepping up. We haven't really seen that before, and so I don't necessarily feel like he needs to, like, put his cape on and save us for this game for it to work. That doesn't mean that I don't think he needs to have a good game. He definitely needs to be involved, but I can see somebody like B-Rod stepping up, you know, maybe Mamadou Falls stepping up. There's other players out there that can help him out, so that's that's my whole thing, but I do think he's going to have a good game. You see what uh, Soccer USA says? LAFC has got to be a nightmare to scout. Who's going to score? Mm -hmm. and that's the... That's the right answer for Jessica said it is the pressure is not on Carlos Vela to come out and score two goals and get the difference. So many different people have scored goals. It's incredible. And the number keeps flying up here. So I expect Carlos Vela to have a big game. So I expect a. Yeah. But if it's not Carlos, someone else will. Oh, great. <laughs> Look at you. Someone oh, else will no. find a way. Oh, we're off but the But Carlos, this is a beautiful thing about this team. It is not so much on the shoulders of Carlos Vela. It is a beautiful thing, and I think that it bodes well before this matchup, but y'all forgot that Carlos Vela is the number one scorer in this rivalry. He lives for this game. Don't forget, there's still a contract waiting to possibly uh, come closer. his way. It's getting closer and closer, so he loves this game. He rises to the occasion of this game. He's he's the king of Los Angeles. Luis Perez, if it's a goal and assist, that's a big green light for Carlos right, Vela. Let's, let's move on to the next one. Another slow start will doom LAFC. So if I say go, it means if they start slow, they're losing. Okay. 
You want to go, Vince, or you want to go? Uh, we got. Fredo's gonna go. He's yeah, gonna say no. No. Or no, he's in. We're all in. We're all it's in agreement. Yeah, I just think I, it's a bad habit, as we said, and it's gonna bite you in the rear if you keep doing it. But uh, LAFC has fallen behind in this game before. It's mm -hmm. and it's gonna be tough winning on the road. You, you want to put yourself in the best position to win. I would say don't fall behind. It's a good way to do that. Of all the times of watching this team and all the teams. Uh, is there one that I would say they could fall behind and pull it out? It would be this one. However, I just think the amount of energy you have to spend to get out of that hole, and then not to mention the fact that you're going to be away, and this is the one time that Carson fans are louder than ever. Yeah. Uh, they're, it's just going to be a wave, and I don't think you can push back on that. It's going to be like fighting against the ocean. It, this is You can't start slow in this game. Yeah, I don't want us to learn this, this harsh lesson. I really don't. And the last couple of games just have to be where Steve says, okay, enough, mm -hmm. we've done this. Like we need to come out and, and start well. And I just don't think in such a big matchup, you want to even risk it. Yeah, anything can happen in these, in these kind of Derby type matches, but I don't even think you'd want to risk it against the Galaxy. They don't look like they're that bad. Mm -hmm. So- um, It was a big response this weekend to get that win in Portland. Yeah. That was big time for the Galaxy. I wouldn't want to risk it before, in this particular- Before we move on to the next question, let's say they do, let's say they do start slow and they manage to turn around like they have done all season. You'd still have to be worried about starting slow, right? Just because yeah. they were able to do that against their rivals, I'm, I'd still be worried about that because, like you said, it's going to catch up to you sooner or later. It's never been something that you can look at and say, like, oh, that's a good trait for a team to have, like, no. There you, uh, Galaxy coming out hot versus Portland. Got to address it. Mm -hmm. They did it. They got three points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. The El Trafico winner is the MLS Cup front runner. So let's break that down. That said, says that who, whoever wins this is now the betting favorite in MLS Cup? No, it just means that MLSsoccer.com will say that they're number one in the power rankings. It means they're going oh, all the case. way. Come on, the media sets the narrative. The front runner is only a media uh, narrative. This is, I would like to just preface this by saying it was a pretty dark moment for Los Angelino football at the end of last season when both these teams were left out of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. uh, high tide raises all ships. Uh, I, I, I wanted the Galaxy to do well for Portland to make this rivalry feel any bigger. They did that. Both teams come in here, so we're all winning here in LA because this is going to be a big event. Yeah. We couldn't have said that at the beginning of the year, but now it feels that way because LAFC has exceeded expectations and the Galaxy to a lesser degree, but also has done that. So I'm really thrilled that we have this game. It's exciting. And as every day gets closer, it's going to get bigger and bigger. All right, I'm a little surprised that Jessica's in with us because yeah, no, I mean, buy into the hype. So my, my thing is like, yeah, like it's a long season and we can't get ahead of ourselves. Like in terms of the LAFC fan base, like, even if we win this game, which I think we will, there's still a long season to go. And there's other really good teams out there. So I would just say, like, we can just hold our horses just a little bit. But you don't want yes, to hold your horses. Yes, everybody will be saying that we're the best. And like, yeah, I'll eat that up. And like, I want that. I want that everywhere online. Inject Yo it. YOLO DOLO. Yeah. <laughs> you only live once. Dolo ball. Let's go. This will look, hey, look, LAFC have done great, but if they drop points, if they lose this game, it's going to it's gonna be interesting. People are going to be bummed out. All right, yeah. last one, and this is speaking of Steve Trundolo. Let's take a look here. Steve Trundolo, Steve Trundolo is the reason LAFC will finally win in Carson. You guys are so negative. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> it's not because I don't think they'll win. I just, I have to see Steve tomorrow, and he would say, don't. It's all about players. He's there a, it is. He's a player's coach. It's all about players. You know that's what he would say. So I'm just going to stay on stay on his good side. Well, going back to the pulling all the right strings, I do think that his in-game management might be a boost for us in this game. Mm. If things do get, I don't know, if we do go down, he'll be able to make the right substitution to get us back level or win the game. He'll, he'll have us tactically set up right. I think that Steve can be the difference in this match. So, Okay. Uh, He's part of the reason. He's not the reason. Mm -hmm. And John Thorrington, for what he did in the offseason, and these players for coming here and adjusting so quickly, not only to the team, but to the city, yeah. is uh, why uh, LAFC have a really good shot to win this game and perhaps finish with the trophy at the end. So, uh, and again, Steve Trudeau would say it's not just me. He's still learning it. He's still, he's still getting acclimating to this coaching thing. Yeah, I, I raised this because I, I have to see Steve, but I, I do agree with you. I mean, a change in approach and maybe a change in some ideas and the way we're doing things yeah. really could bode well, bode well for this team, but you know Steve's never going to take full credit. Nico the Pug, he might have it more figured out than we think. <gasps> <laughs>
<laughs> I apologize for this, by the way. That's yeah. Way to go there, Max. Well, Max figures out how to fix the uh, popsicle stick on that. We don't. Actually, we're not going to do that in the next show, so you don't really have to worry about it. Uh, guys, why don't you go ahead and send in your fan questions? I've got a few uh, that have been sent to me via Twitter, via the old Twitters, and, and they're good ones. Uh, so let's start with those while you guys start f formulating your questions. Uh, here's one. What are the chances this LAC team repeats what was done in 2019 in the 2019 regular season? And that's from Jesus. What are the chances? As in so record-breaking? Like record-breaking, crushing teams. Remember, remember what the records were, too? It was like points. It was wins. It was goal differential. Uh, it was goal score. It was like everything. They just... They've had they've answered the bell so many times. I wouldn't rule it out. Mm -hmm. And they've had a challenging schedule, right? These two Florida trips. I think that may be the to issue. bring six points home from both those Florida trips. That's why I would say it's not possible because you can't. They have a lot of road trips out east that they mm -hmm. didn't have last season. That's why New England probably won it in many ways. But it's uh, that'll handicap the chances of them doing it. Mm -hmm. But. Keep in mind, the summer, if there's if there's some holes in this LAFC team, they're going to fill it. They have that DP available, so mm -hmm. this team could get better. It's uh, they they know they know what levels they can reach, but I think it's going to be tough because of these East Coast trips. But so far, that's not the case. I think we've all said that they have to get better. Yeah, they could. It's not it's not a foregone conclusion, but do you think it could happen? Um, I think it's a when a team does so well and they beat so many records. I think. You have to be just, yeah, just, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be so hard. Like, there's such a slim chance of that actually happening. But if there is a team that can do it, I think this team may be able to because not only do they have the quality, the depth, the experience, but they're kind of a new proposition here in, in the MLS. This is a different LAFC team that people aren't really used to yet. So I do think maybe you can get – over on some teams before mm -hmm. they catch up to you and figure out what you're doing and hopefully by that time we've went up a level so I do think it's a it's a slim chance but if there is a team that can do it it's probably this team uh, I, I want to touch on one there was I just saw it really quickly from Luis Hernandez biggest game for LAC after the Galaxy game I got one for you I think it's May the 7th against Philadelphia yeah we're the top team in the East doing everything no, right. We'll more. talk about them in Expansion Match in mm -hmm. Philadelphia. I've been really impressed. I think that's going to be a fun one. The Eastern Conference, Western Conference dynamic, I, I was thinking maybe we stick to the West. I was wrong about that. I'm glad we have these Eastern Conference teams. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's more fun to, it's from a spectator's view. So Andreas is asking for our starting 11. I, I don't want to do a full starting 11 because that will take a lot of time. Uh, so let's instead, and no, no offense to you, Andreas. I just that's going to take so much time. No offense to you, Andreas. Maybe, maybe I would take offense, Andreas. Yeah. No, but I like I like Jair's because it's a little bit shorter and it's along the same veins. Which of the two start versus Carson? B Rod, Apoku, Chicho. I think it's got to be Mahala, right? You go. I mean, he comes off the bench and answers. You know what? That I way. think it's Chicho because I think coming off the bench is what you might need in this match. And Chicho, That's I, <laughs> Chicho, he was had, so good off the bench. Yeah, having a reference point early when you might be feeling some pressure from. I think the Galaxy are going to come out hot, and I think you've got to have a guy that's an out ball that can hold up the ball like he did for that goal. He started that goal in Orlando by holding it up at the touchline. I think we're really going to need that. Although the flip side of it is his pressing wasn't so great against Orlando. Yeah. So if they can talk to him throughout the week and go, "Hey, look, this is where you need to be. These are the these are the angles you need to take." But then when we have sat deep a little bit, you can get free and you can hold up the ball. I think mm -hmm. Chicho's the right approach. And B-Rod's, there's no way B-Rod's not starting. I was watching the Portland Galaxy game, and when they pressed the Pew and those, there was some, mm -hmm. a good press will get some fruit for LAFC here for sure. Yeah. I, I would say, yeah, like even though I'm a big Mahala person, I do think maybe Mahala at home when we're, you know, in an in a advantageous position. But, yeah, Ch Chicho away from home in a difficult um, game and then making sure Mahala comes off the bench if things. Are you guys want to go somewhere here next, or I got another good Twitter one. You know what you got to do. I got a couple yeah. in there, but we do. We really appreciate it. This is what we want. This is what we want. We, we do. Can, we can flesh all of this yeah, out. Make sure I want to go like the video and oh. subscribe to the channel. Our, our, yeah, our, exactly. Our, our producer in my ear said stick to the chat, but I'm not going to. Uh, I want to go on Twitter because I got one from Twitter that's kind of now. I love you guys. Controversial. Questions. Well, no, I love you guys. Look, they all left. Great. Yeah. Nice work yeah, there, Vince. Peace. peace. Uh, no, I love your questions about the game, and I love your questions about coaching changes and all you guys want tactics, and I love that we can have a football talk because a lot of what Max and I are told in this industry is, oh, you got to do lifestyle stuff. It's 
the, we're not ready yet for football, and we all know that that's not true. You guys are ready for football. You guys are yeah. students of the game. Ilya Sanchez told us he understands that the fans out here in L.A. really know and love the game, so I will applaud you on that. But I got a question that is a little bit fun. I want a little bit of fun sometimes. They asked, what is on your playlist for Carson? I like a little bit of off the wall. You know, ESPN gets some, ESPN FC gets some off the wall questions asking <laughs> the, the personality stuff. So I want to know what's on your playlist. Although, although Luis just burned you. What? Let's all leave and go to Twitter. Nice. Well, I mean, follow me on Twitter. But no, what's on your what's on your playlist? I mean, someone asked you to do a Paul McCartney impersonation, so I'm I'm sure Wings. No. I know Ted Nugent's a very controversial oh. figure. But yeah. The, I mean, <laughs> but let's separate the man and the music. The song Stranglehold is the ultimate song okay. to hype you up for a big rivalry game. If that doesn't hype you up, I don't know what will. Jessica, what would you be listening to on your trip down? Well, yeah, I'm not going to listen to, like, We Will Rock You or anything like that. We're oh, going to no, keep nothing it cool around here. So I think because we're the actual L.A. team and the Galaxy is the Carson team, I would listen to Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P. Nipsey nice Hussle, Grinding All My Life. That's definitely a song that gets me up in the gym. It's, it's not really, like, a bumpin' song, but it's definitely one that's like, yeah, this is the groove. La right Chona, La Chona is another one. Yeah. You have to listen to at least on this on this weekend. You know, it always gets me pumped for the games, and it has you know a s slight soccer reference to it, although not at all soccer reference. Okay. MC5, kick out the jams. Come on, kick out the jams. You're you an old soul. Y'all are old. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah, the the, LAFC, the, the new LFC anthem with Be Real and I like DJ DJ Kidding because it yeah yes. I like yeah. that one. Do it for LA. Kick out the jams has the best intro to a song ever, and all it is is the lead singer saying "Kick out the jams, mother effers." That's, I like that's that. Okay, so from here, guys, we are going to go to stoppage time. For those of you that are new, there's the, the most I mysterious love, part of soccer. I love that we put one ten football on the on the sign. Uh, this is our chance to pick any topic. We can go completely off script, any topic. Who, let's see, who do we have first for stoppage time this week? Max. It, oh, it's Max. Max, lead us off. What's your stoppage time topic? Take it away. I've said it before. Uh, it bears repeating. And I remember Chiva uh, Mayor Julio, I talked about him because when the, the playoffs were happening, 2019, and it was the Galaxy or Minnesota, I was saying, well, let's pull for the Galaxy here. Do you want that game here? Or do you want to play Minnesota? You get to exercise some demons, and it's an LA event. That was one of the three biggest games in MLS history. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be big. The league needs this. When there was no LA teams in the playoffs last season, they felt it. Bad to miss one, but both. So LAFC beating the Galaxy, if the Galaxy are mid-table, is just not the same if they're both up there. So this is big for the city. Embrace it. Go out, talk trash to your neighbor who could be a Galaxy fan or vice versa. And let's build this up to be one of the big rivalries because it can be. But part of that is when they're both doing well. The personalities are there. Remember, we haven't had Vela and Chicharito in a game. Knock on wood. It looks like we're going to get that. So for one reason or another, they're always injured. This is big. And I'm thrilled. And we all should be thrilled that we're here. The epicenter of football in the United States this weekend. All right, Jess, you're up. What do you got? Leading into a big match. Bring, bring it. <laughs> yeah, so um, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, about having so many different scorers, so many guys that are pitching in. And right now we have eight different guys on the score sheet. That's huge for a team that I feel like going into the season, it was like, okay, what is Chicho and B-Rod and Bella going to do? We need them to score all the goals. People are really stepping up. We have Tajuri Shrouty, Bella's obviously scored goals, Mahala, B-Rod, Fall, Hollingshead, Sanchez, B-Rod, Murray. Like that, that is what big teams do. They have guys stepping up from every single position. And in a game like the ones against the Galaxy, there may be, you know, our bigger players might get marked out of the game. Mm. They may have a really difficult time because they're the known guys. Everybody who's not really being marked, the guys that are not really being looked at are going to have to step up in these difficult matches. And so don't be surprised if you see a goal from a center back. Don't be surprised if you see a goal that you didn't see coming from Ilya Sanchez. Don't be surprised. And cheeky. We got to get cheeky that goal. Cheeky. We have to get cheeky. Don't be surprised if Kripo. No, I'm just kidding. He's not going to score a goal. It would be great if he did. But I just think it's one of those things we have to get used to. And also remember that this helps with Vela and B-Rod and Chicho to relax so that when they do get in front of goal, they're not snatching. 
they're not trying to overdo it. They can relax because they know that the rest of their team is going to step up as well. I think that's a big thing for, for this particular team, especially with Bella, who's our guy. Um, we don't want him being so stressed out. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm I, I like that. The stress-free Carlos. That's yeah, good. Yeah, stress -free. Stick around longer. Carlos yeah. is stress-free. He lives a charmed life. I like that I get to go last because I, I love both your points. But I just want to reiterate a point that was made by both the Galaxy and LAFC last week, and we need to continue it through to this week. Guys, this rivalry is a shining example for the league. However, it is also for good and for bad. There will be a microscope on all of us. I don't just mean the supporters. I mean from the supporters to the casual fans to just anyone showing up to Dignity Health Sports Park for this match. You guys have to be that shining example. We've, we know the way rivalry should go. They're all about on the field. You can have some banter. It's about cheering your team on and being as loud as you possibly can in your own stadium, in an opposition stadium. As Max said, you can you can show your colors and, and be out there and be proud of your team in L.A., but make sure that that's where it stays. The fight is on the field. It is not in the stands, especially with everything that's going on in the world, especially with what went on in Mexico. And this has happened a couple times where it's gotten a little bit too far in these matches, and I think that I want to applaud the Galaxy and LAFC for putting out that message. So, guys, let's keep it clean. Let's keep this rivalry one of the most beautiful things we have and, again, be a shining example for the league and for the world, for that matter. It's good, the point about LAFC and the Galaxy doing something together, because that didn't happen in the past. So, I mean, we both have, can benefit from this rivalry, but they have to put good intentions and, and within their power do those things that they can control to make sure it's clean, it's entertaining, and, and everyone has a good time. No one, so good, good. no one should go to a match and be afraid that physical violence will be brought upon them. You can be afraid because the chanting's loud and you're afraid of what's going to happen in the match. You're, you're worried, all that, but you should not. You can go to the match and say, you suck bread yeah, off, so you you're go. blue in the face, no by the way. Jessica, That's fine. You can Jessica's say that. got the right mentality. I, I want to say hi. Was it? Was it? No violence. I can't remember later. All right. But I got a you, you know, suck bread off in Redondo that was, Beach. That was such oh, you did? Yes. I People forgot his name. He's going to kill podcast. me. He's going to kill me. He's one of on the podcast. Oh, I love it. All right. Uh, and by the way, come back here to the 110 Football YouTube channel at 4 p.m. today, 4 p.m. Pacific, for those who may be joining us on the on the East Coast for or maybe MLS even show. In Australia, if you're Bam. The Expansion Mansion. We'll be joined by former MLS and Liga MX defender Mariano Trujillo. We're going to break down all the big stories that emerged over the weekend around the league. Come back and join us. It was Adrian who saw me there in Redondo Beach and gave me a you suck bread. Ah, Adrian. Good, good man, Adrian. He's heard that story that I love to tell. That's that's my favorite Bredo story. Yeah. Also, we have more great content coming for you this week on the 110 Football YouTube channel. Thursday, we're back again. Football Without Borders at 4 p.m. We'll break down the first legs of the Champions League quarterfinals. All the title races are heating up around the globe. Plus, we welcome a new addition of the 110 Football family. Let's just say she has a fantastic CV, so don't miss that show. And then this Saturday, it's the big game we're all looking forward to. It's all we can think about this week. The black and gold head into enemy territory to take on the Galaxy. Connor and I will be there. More details to follow soon. We'll be on the 110 Football YouTube channel, though, and it's it's a secret for right now. We're putting wow. big plans. We're putting it together. You want to give you an explanation for your shirt? A lot of people are asking. Yeah, this is uh, this is from Icarus FC. Uh, it's just a shirt that they made for the Puebla of Los Angeles. It says 1781, uh, the founding of that, and it just looks really cool. And what better week to wear this? And shirt? by the way, not one comment about the Angus Young Gato shirt. <laughs> I mean, come on, Angus Young is a cat. It's cute. I'm used to lightning bolt actually meaning something. Like, it should have... That's a deed. It just didn't work. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? It's all right. I like this better. All right. We'll yep. Everyone else, too. We'll see you in Carson, guys. Hi. My name is Ilya Sanchez. You're watching 110 Football.